Hi, this is Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to us both growing together as we go through this journey of learning new habits and skills that will help improve both our fitness and our health for life. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Delcina West with Keeping It Fit for Life, your online fitness and nutrition coach. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is a great day. I'm sitting outside actually today and watching the beautiful blue sky, and it is so motivating. But I'm making sure that you get today's message on vitamins and minerals. You know, I was listening to my last segment on vitamins and minerals, and to be quite honest, it was super boring. My tone was monotone, and although the information was very good and spot on, I wouldn't even have wanted to listen to me. So, (laughs) I'm hoping that I can make this part, the additional second part, about vitamins and minerals a little bit more exciting. And if you're trying to figure out where you can listen to me, you can always listen to me on my radio station, which is on 98.5 FM, The Rock. Or if you want to check it out online, you can go to mykrgn.com and listen live. It's on Wednesdays and Fridays. Or you can check me out on my podcast. Now, I've been trying to find a great name for the podcast. Originally, it's called uh, Precision nutrition coaching made simple that was kind of long and out of control so i've just changed it to delcina and fitness well if you have a better suggestion or a name that i can use for my podcast i need something that's catchy and easy to remember if someone's you know i'm running by somebody and like hey what's your podcast and i can say hey it's nutrition and fitness or no it's delcina and fitness (laughs) whatever something that people will remember and be able to log in whenever they want to hear my information on fitness and nutrition focusing more so on nutrition these days because i realize and most of you probably do that there's always an opportunity to work out somehow some way you can find a gym membership you can go work out you can go walking you can go running all these things are available to us at any time anywhere and for the most part the hardest part is getting to a fitness facility or putting on your gym shoes and but once you're there you can get it done When it comes to our nutrition, what we eat every day, that's a lot much more difficult situation, right? Because you have to make that choice every single time you eat or choose not to eat. And every time you decide it's time to eat, you have to make that choice. Should I eat this? Should I eat that? Is this good for me? Do I overeat? Do I drink this? Do I don't drink that? And having to make those kind of choices every single time can be the, well, for lack of a better word, frustrating, especially if you're trying to watch your weight or lose weight or get healthier or decrease your cholesterol or the many various things that proper nutrition can overcome. So that's why I like to focus a little bit more on nutrition and simple ways that you can apply it to your lifestyle on a daily basis because we have to eat every day, right? We have to eat every day. You can't just avoid it. Now, some people do, you know, they go on these fasts and they go on these uh, water diets or lemonade diets or whatever the case is, which is all well and good in the short term, but you can't live like that. I mean, I don't have the right statistic, but I know we can go for 
um, you know, several days without eating. I mean, my goodness, Jesus did it for 40 days and nights, and he survived, right? But without water, of course, you can't survive for very long. But still yet, none of us want to have to fast for 40 days and expect to live that way forever. It's just not going to happen. So you have to have to learn to eat better for your lifestyle. Not something crazy or whack or out of control that you can't maintain. And frankly, I've been in the crazy out of whack area of eating because I was a bodybuilder many, many decades ago. And my eating was totally unnatural. Everything was fresh and cooked and no salt and no sugar and no alcohol and no cream and no, you know, preservatives and eating every three hours nonstop and making sure I took my food everywhere and no social activities, no social life, no cake for my kids' birthday parties. I mean, seriously, that is not normal. But I lived that life because, to me, getting on stage and being lean and ripped was the most important thing for me. If that's where you are, more power to you. But I'm talking to the rest of us who enjoy food and the activities that go along with it. And you just want to make sure that you are better for it. So part two of vitamins and minerals. I try to make it a little bit more fun. And we left off at vitamin D. Now, vitamin D, this is a pretty cool um vitamin we should get most of our vitamin d from the sun right so i would think that most people who live in the south or you know more sunny areas get plenty supply of vitamin d and but and the cool thing about it is that you can't overdose on sun-based vitamin d so there's no excess in supplementation you can stay outside all day you want and get all the vitamin d that you need you know minus any skin damage of course but it is a Vitamin D is a really good group of pro-hormones. That means they metabolize and they take care of biologically active things in our body. So it's important to have vitamin D. Now, if you don't get a lot of sun and you live up north or you're in Alaska and you're kind of hibernating all the time, it's important to supplement with vitamin D. And in the animal form, vitamin D3 is called colectocoliferol. Let me see. Colectocoliferol. Uh, don't worry about those names. And then you can get in the plant form, which is vitamin D2. All right? So the one that synthesizes, so there's three types of vitamin Ds. There's the one that's synthesized by the sun, and it's called regular vitamin D. Then the one that you get from animals, which is vitamin D3. And then the one from plants, which is vitamin D2. And so what does vitamin do, right? Everybody talks about vitamin D is good for your bones and stuff like that. Well, it helps to maintain the calcium levels, which has to do with bones. It helps to modulate gene transcription. Your, um, it improves your immune cell function. It regulates your glucose tolerance, right? And it regulates your blood pressure. So vitamin D is really important. And where do you get it from? Well, of course, the sun. But you can also get it from fish, egg yolks, mushrooms, shrimp, beef, liver, and fortified dairy products such as skim. Because you'll see, you know, skim milk or milk products that will say, um, you know, fortified with vitamin D. Yeah, they add the vitamin D in there. Now, if you don't get enough vitamin D, um, which this took to be something that a lot of kids used to have in the past, they would get rickets from deformed bones, retarded growth, or soft teeth. And in adults, you can get a low bone density and tooth decay. So if you're finding that you're having problems with your bones, maybe even osteoporosis or a lot of tooth decay, you might want to check on your vitamin D 
um, intake or sun exposure. And doctors will, you know, give you supplementations for that because it's really hard to over um, dose on vitamin D. But if you happen to get too much, you can end up with elevated blood calcium, loss of appetite, nausea, vomiting, fluid imbalance, strange itching, muscle weakness and joint pain, disorientation and calcification of soft tissues. So if you're getting too much of the one from, you know, animal or plant forms, that's where you can get too much. But if it's from the sun, you can't overdose on the sun version of vitamin D. Okay, got it? Good it? Good. Now, vitamin E, vitamin E. So vitamin E uh, contains a lot of antioxidants, which are really good. They are, rad they, you know, break up free radicals and help us to live healthier and stronger. And so that's what their main function is and is in, you know, um, scavenging those free radicals in a form of antioxidants. And you can get those from nuts and seeds and peanuts, dark leafy greens such as spinach, Swiss chard, turnip greens, collard greens, all those kind of greens, and from avocados. So I, if you think about any types of uh, fruits and vegetables, if they're dark and deep in color, they're going to have a lot of antioxidants. And antioxidants help to scavenge those free radicals. The process of just being alive, an oxidative process, that that um, tears down our cells. So, okay, what happens if you don't get enough vitamin E? Then you can have muscle weakness, uh, damage your red blood cells, have movement coordination problems, you can have impaired vision and acne. Uh-huh, acne. Acne doesn't come from eating too much chocolate. I know a lot of you think acne comes from eating too much chocolate, but it is a subcellular problem. Clogged pores can um, help acne to be worse, but eating a particular food, unless you have an allergy to it, is not the cause of acne. But you can have acne if you don't get enough vitamin E. But getting too much vitamin E, on the contrary, it impairs your blood clotting because it, it interferes with vitamin K metabolism. Speaking of vitamin K, vitamin K is a, fi is a family of fat-soluble vitamins. So that means you need to ha eat it with fat. Some, the same thing like vitamin E. Vitamin E is a fat-soluble vitamin too. So you need to eat it with fats in order for your body to absorb it properly. And that's involved in your blood clotting. You know, when you get a cut and you, you know, you can, sometimes you can actually look at your skin and see if it's a small cut, not, you know, the big gashing bone sticking out of your body, but a small cut and you can wait for a few minutes and you see how it starts to clump up and get dark red and the blood starts to kind of create a patch or a hole over the cut. That's because of vitamin E. All right. And so it also sends signals in bone tissue too. So that's, I mean, not vitamin E, my bad, vitamin K. That's really important for that blood clotting. And where do you think you get it? Vitamin K comes from a vegetable that starts with a K. Let me hear. What is it? What is it? Kale. That's right. Kale, collard, spinach, turnip greens, beet greens, dandelion greens, Swiss chard, all those nice greens. And the good thing about it, too, listen to vitamin K and vitamin E, which you get a lot of them from leafy green vegetables, they need fat to be absorbed. So what do you do when you cook your greens? You put some fat in there, some butter, some oil, some lard maybe. I would not go with the lard. But that actually helps you to absorb it better. So you're doing a good thing when you make those greens. All right? And it comes from uh, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and asparagus. 
and um, the K2, which is like a beef or an animal derivative, will come from cheese, egg yolks, butter, chicken, beef, and dairy. Now, not getting enough vitamin K gives has you have the tendency to bleed or hemorrhage, right? Because you don't have that blood clotting um, potential, anemia, and then from calcium going into the wrong places. Not enough bones because of the vitamin E deficiency, but too much in the blood vessels and creates that situation. Getting too much vitamin K, too much vitamin K is going to negate the anti-clotting effects from blood thinning drugs, okay? So vitamin K, very important to clot the blood, and you can get it from eating your greens with butter. <laughs> okay, another mineral that's important is calcium. All right, so most of us heard of calcium when you saw those milk commercials. You know, your kid would drink the milk, and then you have the milk mustache, and he would, you see him as a little kid, and then next picture, frame, you'll see him as a big kid, because so milk makes your body good, right? Calcium, calcium, vit um, vitamin calcium. So, but calcium is more important for a lot of other things. It's involved in your nerve impulses, all right? So your nerve impulses are those signals that go from your brain to all the different nerves to tell you what to do, how to act, how to behave. Um, muscle contraction, because muscle contractions are actually a development or a product of nerve impulses from your brain to your muscles to flex. Mm -hmm, didn't think about that. Hormone secretion, forming teeth and bones, and acting as a cofactor for enzymes. Now, we get vitamin C or calcium, not vitamin C, my bad because I see in the C. We get calcium, corrected, from dairy, dark green vegetables, beans, nuts and seeds, rhubarb. I don't think I've ever eaten rhubarb. Uh, fish and calcium fortified foods. Mm. Not getting enough calcium is going to be that kid that doesn't get the enough milk, you know. Instead of being the big giant one with the bones, with the big muscles, you're going to be the little skinny ratchet kid. So if you don't get enough calcium, you're going to have poor bone metabolism. You know, that's going to lead you to that issue with, with rickets in children. You're going to have muscle stiffness or cramps and low blood pressure. Now, if you have too much calcium, because you always can get too much or not enough for one thing, you're going to have nausea, constipation, dry mouth, kidney problems, and calcium deposits in the wrong places, such as soft tissue. Calcium should be deposited in the bones, not in soft tissue. So if you're getting too much, it means it's leaking out of where it should be and going to the wrong places. We're going to talk about one more nutrient, and then we're going to have to have a part three. Okay. Um, chloride. Yes, not the kind you use to wash your clothes with, but chloride is m as far as a micronutrient. Now, chloride, believe it or not, I recently learned is almost in every food, every whole food that we eat, like fruit and vegetables and lean meats. They all have some chloride, and processed foods generally have a lot of sodium chloride as a form of chloride in the form of salt. NaCl, sodium chloride. There's your chemistry lesson for the day. So chloride deficiency is rare in most, you know, societies, um, but is um, and it only occurs as a result of excessive fluid loss. So you know, if you have a lot of diarrhea or vomiting, bleh, uh, throwing up, whatever, you're going to lose a lot of fluid, and then you're going to lose chloride, which is a micro mineral. So 
it's your chloride what it does is involved in electrochemical gradients across cell membranes so that basically when it says membrane potential that basically allows the membranes kind of puts them in a ready set go status so that when it's time to transfer nutrients from one to another the cells are ready to activate and do their thing and then it's it's involved in digestion and absorption of many other nutrients because it's part of that stomach acid that we know of hydrochloric acid that helps to break down nutrients and helps your body to absorb them so chloride is important in moderation with all your other um, fruits and vegetables so it's not something that you need to necessarily supplement but as long as you're eating whole foods you know things that come in their original package like a potato with the skin on a banana with the skin on and you know um, greens swiss chard kale etc you're gonna get enough of it so today we reviewed vitamin D which you get from plenty of sunshine and vitamin E which you get from nuts and seeds and dark leafy vegetables which needs to be absorbed with fat and then vitamin K which is important in blood clotting and you get a lot of that from dark greasy lean vegetables like your greens which you have to be absorbed with fat so you make up your greens with your nice butter oil or whatever and you are good with your vitamin E and K is that amazing and then of course you get your calcium from dark green vegetables dairy beans nuts and seeds are you starting to see a trend here if you eat lots of green vegetables and dark colored fruits you're gonna be healthier oh my gosh I can't say it enough healthier eat whatever it is you want to eat if you want to have a hamburger just add a pot a side dish of greens with it you'll be okay if you want to eat a pizza add a side dish of greens with it you'll be okay um, and then we also talked about chloride it was as long as you eat whole foods and lean meats you're gonna get your amount of micronutrient chloride to be healthy well I hope this segment has been more fun more entertaining and more um, the knowledge you've been able to retain it so use it not only after you listen to it and share it with your family and friends and then stay tuned for the next increment or the next uh, session where we talk about the remainder of our multivitamins and micronutrients okay thank you so much for listening this has been Delcina West with keeping it fit for life and um, your radio host and podcast person right now it's named Delcina and fitness you can find it on Spotify Apple or any other means that you can listen to your podcast and of course on the radio station 98.5 FM The Rock or look it up online at mykrgn.com and listen live and hit me up on uh, procoach.app slash Delcina if you want to know some more information about my coaching which I would love to do but I have limited spots available so um, you have to really want it now okay and of course you can see me on Facebook and Twitter and on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I really enjoy spending time with you. And remember, if you want any additional information on what we spoke about today or any questions relating to health and fitness, please search for me on www.fitforlifeptllc or on my new coaching site, which is www.procoach.com.
www.app.delcina. I'm always found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you so much. Have a beautiful and healthy day.